Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for the 29th of November, 2021. With any luck and a wee bit of common sense, you did not overdose on tryptophan or get mauled in the shopping spree since we last talked. In 1777, while the war was raging on the East Coast, Spain was claiming land from the panhandle of Alaska to Panama, including most of North America west of the Mississippi River. The first permanent settlement in California is established at what is known today as San Jose, California. The Spanish name was Pueblo de San Jose de Guadalupe. The eastern U.S. is not known for its geological activity, but earthquakes do happen. In 1783, New Jersey experiences a 5.3 magnitude earthquake. Author Louisa May Alcott is born in 1832. Alcott was the author of the novel Little Women. The storyline is based on her life with three sisters. Louisa was the third of four daughters born to Amos B. Alcott. Louisa shared a birthday with her father. Thomas Edison demonstrates his phonograph for the first time in 1877. The original thought was to record telegraph signals and relay it at higher speeds. Manually sending and receiving telegraph messages required the sender to hand-key the message and the receiver listen and hand-write what he heard. With a recording at one end and another recorder at the receiving end, messages could be sent many times faster. That you could record sound was also a plus. Henry Fabre is born into a family of ship owners in 1882. Henry will take to the skies in the early day of aviation, but he will use the ship's skills to be the first to add floats to an airplane. Clive Staples Lewis is born in 1898. To his friends, he was Jack. To the rest of us, he is C.S. Lewis. Lewis became close friends with J.R.R. Tolkien, and the two will challenge each other to see who can write the most fantastic storyline. Tolkien's efforts are the Hobbit series, while Lewis's are the Chronicles of Narnia. Both storylines share similarities, but the Narnia series is much more allegorical to the gospel. Merle Travis was a native to the Western Kentucky coal fields, born in 1917. While Travis was a noted guitar picker who influenced Chet Atkins, and he did record and perform as a solo artist, his legacy was songwriting. He is best known as the writer of Dark as a Dungeon. He was also the writer of the Tennessee Ernie Ford hit, 16 Tons. Both songs deal with work in an underground coal mine. If you pay any attention to the fitness world in the 70s and 80s, the name Joe Weider was well known. Weider was born in 1919. He and his brother established the Mr. Olympia contest, where Arnold Schwarzenegger, a Weider protege, was the seven-time winner. Chuck Mangione is 81, a jazz instrumentalist whose first instrument is the flugelhorn. He released 30 albums between 1960 and 2010. President-elect Dwight D. Eisenhower visits the war zone in Korea to see if the efforts can be expedited. November of 52 was roughly the midpoint of the war. We have heard of the Mercury 7 astronauts. On this day in 1961, the 8th Mercury astronaut is the first one to fly. Enos the chimpanzee made two orbits splashing down south of Bermuda. The other seven were sometimes confused with Enos. There was a discussion if there was a need for a window on the capsule. The astronauts said yes, and NASA engineers were not sure. President Johnson established the Warren Commission to investigate the assassination of President Kennedy in 1963. 
At the same time, the Beatles were having some success in Britain, but were largely unknown in the United States. Five weeks after recording I Want to Hold Your Hand, it is released in the UK on this day in 1963. The U.S. rights to distribute the records are Mercury. A disc jockey in Virginia plays an imported copy and things take off. By mid-January, the song will be number one on the U.S. charts. Atari, they were an electronic game manufacturer, released the first commercially successful video game in 1973. It was called Pong and featured two-dimensional graphics in black and white. PlayStation folks would be painfully bored with it. Atari will last until the summer of 1992 before they call it quits. And that's history and comment for the 29th day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.